Hey, Rage. How's it going, dude? All right. It's been a while. Yeah. This band's my favorite. Don't you love them? Yeah, it's going to be the best. I'm so stoked. Hey, girl. You want a beer? All right. Aw, oh, man. This is the best. I'm so glad we're all back together and stuff. This is great. Hey. Um, do you guys know about the party after the show? Yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to go, but um, my friends don't really want to go. Can I get a ride? Welcome. Welcome back. Hello. How's it going? Are. It's going good. We're ready for episode three. Yes. We're going to jump right in. Uh, episode three, we are Weezer. I'm Rachel. I'm Rick. And today we're going to be talking about make-believe. Yeah, it's going to be a make-believe-centric show. Mm. Um, uh, today, not only would we be talking about... I'm sorry, I did that wrong. We're what talking did you do? about my best friend. Well, it doesn't which matter. Which is on the It's CD on the album. Make-believe. You should just play it, okay. act cool, be natural. Right. So not only are we going to talk about my best friend... I'm not cool. Well, that's why you have a podcast about Weezer. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you can admit that you're not cool and end up cool for having a podcast. But this week, we are going to discuss my best friend off of 2005's make-believe probably one of the least well-known weezer songs and least respected or cared about or thought of uh i don't know i like it that's a good one i I don't know if anybody else thinks about it but i i do and i have i do it is my choice topic for this week because i think it's a little bit of a candy bar of a song well i just wanted to give a shout out to scott uh, who apparently, well, I didn't know this, and I, maybe I should, but Scott was a Marine. Did you know that? Uh, I did not know that. So thank you for your service, sir. I found this out because I follow Scott Trainer on Instagram. His name is SGS711 or 711. Um, apparently he was in the Marines. He's uh, taking the photo. Is he taking a photo? Yeah, he mentions he later, taking- later, further down that he's taking the photo. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought maybe he was the one flipping us off because that's like Scotty, uh, Scottish. It's a little bit to do. Scotty. It kind of looks it, like him, but. I think it's just your brain wanting it to look old. like him. Yeah. My favorite guy is the guy in the front with the cigar. Who's yeah. your favorite guy? Who's my favorite guy? In the picture. I like the guy uh, in the, not in the mid background. He looks like he didn't know he was having a photo taken and he tried to compensate for it. The one who's taking a nap or like the, like, oh, are you taking a picture? Yeah. I don't think he knew that was coming. All right. Um, there's a couple other cute pictures on Scott's, um, Instagram. Apparently he went to dinner with his dad at the lighthouse cafe. Apple didn't fall far from a tree. Handsome fella. His kids are adorable. I've never seen his kids before. Really? No. Oh, I love his, his kids are the cutest things I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. I love them so much. They, <laughs> there's one, and I think his son must be just like a year or two older than my son, but he's wearing Batman outfit and they're playing instruments and it's really cute. Yeah. So. Isn't it wonderful having access to our favorite stars? Yeah. I like when they show me stuff. Like, um, I think Rivers tweeted at one point if we wanted to see his dog because they got a new dog and... We were like, yeah, obviously. And then we did get a picture of the dog and he was really cute. The wonders of modern technology. Yes. Um, Yeah, you guys should check out Scott's Instagram. It's a little more straightforward than Rivers' is. Yeah, I think he's just like a normal 
person posting kind of like anybody like like me i it's pretty much my dog and random photos that i like to take and um my son yeah we got we've got food sunsets squirrel buster must had a squirrel problem at some point beach time scott looks like a nice nice guy see i'm glad i'm glad he's our bassist i believe that he is a nice guy do you make believe that he's a nice guy? You did that on purpose. No, <laughs> I wouldn't. Do they have? Does Weezer have their own airplane? I want them to, because like Air Force Weez. <laughs> Weez Force One. Weez Force One. <laughs> Hashtag Weez Force One. Actually, we did kind of miss an opportunity. It's probably called the Flying W. Yes. I'm going to draw it, and I'll put it up on the website. Yeah, it's not very aerodynamic, though. Uh, it is if it goes with the W points flying forward. Actually, no, that's the opposite because the things are going to stick out, and it's not going to be cool. A disclaimer for legal purposes, she's not an aeronautical engineer. I am not. And none of her comments should be taken seriously. <laughs> Don't uh, try to make any uh, flying W-shaped airplanes at home. Or if you do Based and it on... works, she gets half your money. <laughs> but uh, how are you this week? I'm good. How does I'm episode good. three find you? Uh, really good. I'm excited. I love it. Um, this is this has been fun so far, and we hope you're all having fun as well. Um, this week, you will get to meet a uh, another one of our lovely fan clubbers. Yeah, we're going to meet Julia this week, another fan clubber. She's going to bring by, my understanding, fan club facts. Yes. Five fun fan club facts. Say it faster. Five club fan. Nope. Five fun fan club F- facts. <laughs> Five fun fan club facts. <laughs> it should be fun. I hope so. Yeah. I can't wait to meet her. Well, should we should we jump on in? To... Yeah, we're moving quick this week. We are going to jump into song discussion. Yes. We're going to talk about a little ditty called "My Best Friend." goes how does it go are we are we gonna sing it you're my best friend and i love Love you you. weezer version is better yes i do so this particular song uh is from the middle portion of make-believe the 2005 weezer record Um, well it's actually number nine on the track list no yes no it's not yes it is Oh, that's right. That's a 12-track album. Okay. I thought it was number eight. It's number nine. Number nine? It does not have a Reverse Cuomo song chronology number assigned to it, so... No, he probably doesn't like that song very much. There's a hashtag question mark. He's probably not a huge fan. But I am, and that's why I wanted to talk about it. And I'll tell you why. Tell me. Well, the thing I've learned about Rivers over the years is he means it. I don't think he's ever actually phoned it in. Even at the times where we maybe have thought that it's not that great or we've wondered just what the heck he's doing, I think he has always meant it. And uh, this particular song for me, I refer to it as a Jolly Rancher. Why? That's just like a sweet piece of candy. 
Okay. It's uh, it's sugary sweet. It's very blatant and obvious. It's and happy. It very makes you want to like sing it and twirl around holding hands and. Yep. the The music in it is very basic. It's not a complicated song. It's got a solo right where it belongs, and and I, I really don't know if this song is worth noting. I don't know if it in the pantheon of great Weezer songs would it ever be spoken about, which is why I wanted to. I mean, probably not for other people, but I was just thinking that I really like this song and I've always liked this song and it's always been happy and catchy and a good one to me. It's not like, oh my God, it's such a great song and I love it so much. It wouldn't come up that way, but you know, I like it. Yeah. When I listen to it, it makes me smile and you know, it turns out that it was for a Shrek movie, possibly, which could explain Well, I have in my notes here that it was a song that Rivers wrote for Make Believe, but they kind of had it on the back burner, quote unquote. And um, I guess Shrek 2, they asked maybe Weezer could write a song. It didn't end up on Shrek. Yeah, the the backburning part of it doesn't surprise me, because think about the other songs on that record. A lot Mm -hmm. of I'm sorry, I'm really conflicted, i crappy with girls i don't understand my feelings and then it's like happy and this song's like oh my god let's go skip in the park i love you so much it does sound like it belongs on trek 2 and so i feel like they made a mistake by not uh taking it because i think it would i could picture shrek and fiona dancing around to this oh shrek song. and shrek and Don- this song is written by donkey about oh. shrek it has to be okay I can picture that. Go too. from making waffles <laughs> to to dancing in the the meadow playing this song. I well, I just wanted like two grain ogres holding hands, twirling around, yeah, like in a field. That's what I wanted. Well, we ended up getting that, but with Smash Mouth. <laughs> Stupid Smash Mouth. Stupid Smash Mouth. That should be a T-shirt. <laughs> but um, there's something about the uh, dead ahead, very on the nose lyrics that I love about this song. I mean, it starts with. When everything is wrong, I'll come talk to you. You make things all right when I'm feeling blue. Okay, so it sounds like something that an eight-year-old puts on a watercolor that he takes home to mom. A little poem. A little cute little poem. Uh But I love the idea that Rivers was trying to be as direct as possible. Because, let's face it, in rock music and pop music, there's a lot of symbolism going on. Or, ooh, what do they mean? Ooh, who is this about? What is this? I love that he's saying, you are the one that I will go to when I'm down and it's you. Yeah. It's a straight ahead message, which I love. Uh, This song came out in 2005. Mm -hmm. And I honestly, like, I can't even remember what's going on in 2005. That's something I'll have to think about later. But um, I know last episode, I kind of took us back to 1995. uh, And so it it would be interesting to see post-college where you're just getting into the job world in 2005 no no i was 25 so i think i was partying part party. oh partying and working yeah no, i was in college i'm in college now so <laughs> it's never too late to go back uh yeah it's good times but i just won't be done with college for 100 years but whatever <laughs> it's all good um scott is the bassist. Yes. So personnel. everyone else is the same. Yep. But we've got a Scott Schreiner on 
this song. Um, that is funny. We have covered each bassist in our first three songs. Did we choices. have a Mikey? I don't think we did. No. Uh, we kind of had a Mikey. It's a Matt. Who? Wait. Feels like summer. A Matt and a Scott. And no, a it's Scott. We're, we don't even know our own no show. Mikey yet. It's a Scott. It's a Matt and a Scott. But we kind of yeah. had a Mikey with Amy last time. That's true. She brought out the uh, the it was, green. It was a sneak attack about was, Island in the Sun. On. Yeah. We'll have to uh, make it a point to do a, a Mikey song next time. That yeah. way, get a Mikey song. All three are represented like ASAP. That's true. Although, Scott, I love you. You're my bassist. <laughs> Always and forever. I can't, I'm conflicted. I'm 50 50, Matt and Scott. So, sorry, Mikey. So, do you want to. Want to talk about the band commentary? This was a time where the band was talking about everything they did. It's fun. It's funny because I was looking at, you know, doing my research how I do, and I'm on Weezerpedia.com, and there's actually band commentary, which I thought was cute. So we're going to pretend to be Weezer and read the commentary. Yeah, I think this originally comes from um, some videos that they posted at the time. Oh, really? These are transcriptions that I remember those is making of videos. Oh, like the time capsule? Like no, not from video it? capture device. It was just like some promotional material from Geffen at the time. Oh, okay. Hmm. They would talk about each song, although my memory's long on that one. Yeah, so do you want me to start with Rivers or do you want to start with Rivers? You start with Rivers. Okay, Rivers says, yeah, that song had some weird karma with Shrek. I remember originally I wrote it about some guy I met and then the producers of the sequel to the film Shrek asked us if we had a song and i thought oh yeah i remember that song let me think about showing it to them and they actually thought it sounded too much like what like it was written for shrek because this guy is kind of ogreish and he made me laugh so they didn't like the song because it sounded like it was too much written it for was shrek too shrecky well we'll get into that right now because that's what everybody else says brian said and you changed the lyrics for them right he says so i had to change the lyrics so it sounded less shrek like pat says shrecky and River says Shrekish. And then Pat says Shrekish? Puckish? Puckish. I don't know what that means. And Scott says it will live longer than Shrek 2 will, which is true because, well, we've probably talked more about Shrek 2 than anyone has in years on this podcast today. <laughs> since Shrek 2 came out. Yeah, since Shrek 2. <laughs> and then River says, I don't know if it's that interesting. And uh, Brian says, but it was also, I think at the moment, which by the way, Brian always comes out with the insights. Stop it, Brian. He has so the depth. Smart. I know. He's super know. smart. He says, but it also, I think at the moment when Shrek, the Shrek people wanted it, it wasn't complete either. And that would have been the version that would have been the first Weezer song people had heard in three years. And it wasn't actually finished to the best it could have been. So it's a blessing that we got to work on it a little longer. Yeah, I feel the same way. It got so much better. I re-sang it, put the organ on it. It sounds way better. We put the drum sounds on it. Fade away. Yeah, so it sounds like uh, they really actually dug this song, which is it's a nice. tasty morsel. Shorts under it's two minutes and forty eight seconds. It's super short, even by Weezer standards. It's a beautiful, lovely little. It's a ditty. happy song. It's a very happy song. It takes me to a happy place. It's the kind of song that you put on a mix for your girlfriend, which I probably did. One of the little things that I came across in my journey of this song, because there isn't much. There's, there's no video. Um, no, this definitely was not a single. This was a I, deep cut. I want there to be a video, though. What would it be? What would your imaginary video be? Mm, well, I would have to say, so when we're talking about Shrek, I pictured the ogres dancing around in a field, and I guess it would have to be something like that, like 
it would have to be what's that called when people go on um back in time for a time travel no uh what is that called it's gonna bug me when it's all like uh, they show you what happened over a period of this time. is your life no i am so lost like um retrospective like when you're little and then you grow up and it like shows you like like toy story like it how montage it shows. yes you want a montage i want a montage, you want a montage. okay of like yeah, people falling in love and or getting like married and painting having a, a house or something. cleaning a boat yeah all of those things like some kind of montage of happiness yeah or you know, lifespan or something the internet will have to prove it to me but i'm sure some enterprising fellow has cut together footage from shrek one, yeah. two, three, and forever. Yeah. Um, but I found uh, there's a website called tvs.soymilkrevolution.com. I go there and every day yeah. for work. It just, you know, because I was trying to find anything. There's not a whole lot to find on this. And um, so he kind of put together a little something and said that ask any of Weezer's diehard fans about my best friend, and you'll hear the sound of disdain. See, I don't agree with that. Apparently, if you, according to this guy, ask anyone. I do agree that it's probably very not remembered. Some Somebody, uh, Jack the Brat, said, this song is wonderful. And then Bill Crow- Cohen said, this song is about homosexuality. So there's two random... Bill underscore Cohen, the resident expert on homosexuality. Yes. As it pertains to Weezer songs. And why is this song... How is that possible? I don't know. It doesn't scream homosexuality to me. You've just heard the call of a troll. Yes. Oh, is that... Yeah, I don't oh. I don't believe that there's... He's being mean. ...any conversation to be had about that whatsoever. <laughs> Sounds like a chump. Uh, nothing else to do, apparently. Says here, it's difficult to accept a 35-year-old Harvard English major starting a song with lines, when everything is wrong, I'll come talk to you. You make things all right when I'm feeling blue. But see, that's where I disagree. Okay? I think it depends on the delivery. And the way he delivered it, it was good. Well, I think I think Pat said something to this effect at some point. It's very hard to write positivity. It's very hard to create something that's convincing, that's also positive, that doesn't sound like goo. It's very easy to be sad and morose and downbeat. And I think, and I'm obviously biased because I love Weezer so much, but... For me, this is a happy song that feels happy. It sounds happy. It uplifts my mood up every time I hear it. And I think it's one of those songs that doesn't get it to do. There's yeah. a standout moment for me. It starts off, I mean, sort of It has a good in um, media res. You know, it's off and running. There's a good guitar part, too. Like, he does a good little guitar solo. Oh, the guitar does. solo rules. One other thing I did want to point out, too, is that it was produced by Rick Rubin, and he is a cool-looking dude. He looks like a beach hobo. He's the co-founder of Def Jam Records. Mm -hmm. I mean, this guy is like a big deal. Yeah, he's he's a storied album producer. I mean, he's he's had his handprints on many a record that have sold millions and millions of copies because his uh, producing style... Which, I mean, he's what worked is a producer? with Beastie Boys, 
LL Cool J, Public Enemy, Run DMC, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Kanye West. I mean, Audio Slave Show, Crow, System of Down. I could just go on for like half an hour naming all the cool people that he's worked with. Yep, and uh, people go to him to either revive or refine or, you know, get their sound to a point that it'll catch people, and it does. Um, Beverly Hills, multi-million selling single. The album sold a couple million copies. It's no joke. And Rick Rubin was there. So, yeah. uh, You know, Make Believe is an album with... um, a lot of opinions surrounding it. Uh, Weezer fans, I think, were very excited by it at the time because it had been the first album in three years, and then feelings seemed to have cooled. It doesn't seem very well remembered, let alone a song like My Best Friend. Make Believe for me is... I like Make Believe. I guess I've just hung around more of the hardcore Pinkerton fans than anybody else, you know? <laughs> trying to broaden my view here, but I never have Make Believe parties with people. No one's ever excited to talk about <laughs> Make Believe. Let's have a Make Believe party. We should. We should. I just, I feel like people think Make Believe in the songs on it. He didn't mean it, but I just don't think that's true. I don't think you put in the amount of effort that Rivers does oh, no. and yeah. not mean it. Um, I think that Make Believe is a really great album. I, I love think it. I love it so much. I mean, it's up there for me. I mm-hmm. I think when I was doing my my ratings of all the albums in order of how I like them, I think Make Believe was like four Really? Yeah. It well, you had with green. You hadn't listened to Ubay yet. Mm, that's. I mean, it doesn't have a, a spot in my heart like. Your mind will change. Maybe. I'm waving my hands magically. Your I mind really will change. I really do like that CD, but um, there. What's that one song? There's a song I just can't stand on that. Cleopatra. No. The British. Lonely are girl. That you don't. It, Can you please not? It's like, a rock I, song and a social studies lesson. I don't like that song maybe we do that song sometime if you want to argue about a song because oh. i well you can't argue with i can't history. even handle it i can't <laughs> handle, i can't handle that song being can we on do, there can we do a video episode of you listening to it so i can just see your faces yes okay yes. great i do i have been told that i have a descriptive face so that i make faces <laughs> one of the things we're aiming for with this podcast is to open up um areas of weezer you might not think of because yes. it's easy to get caught up in what's new uh, it's easy to forget about what came before, and each album has a nugget on it that's worth listening to. And My Best Friend is not as bad as they say. No. Whoever they are. It is wonderful and sweet, and it's like getting a chocolate chip cookie from Grandma. And it makes you feel all good and happy. And you just look at the person you love when that song plays, and they look back at you, and they do the ironic finger points, like, you're my man, dog. Double finger point. Double finger point. Like, uh, like yeah. I'm doing it right now. Both sides of them doing. Uh, well, you're neither Juliet nor Amy. Or I don't. <laughs> he keep calling. Uh, I, you're like my mom. My mom always calls me my aunt's name. It's like whatever. I don't. It's all good. I don't even know how I got here. <laughs> Do you know where my mommy is? What time is it? Where are we? Well, um, is it time to go to, to the, the garage? garage? I it think is. so. All so right, coming up next, little, uh... you lovely folks. Oh wait. Wait. Oh. The rating. The rating. We forget the rating. We do every time. And we'll keep Is doing it. Is that going to be our thing? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be our thing. On purpose, don't rate anything. On purpose, don't rate a damn thing. <laughs> well, the rating system is confusing, and it's meant to tickle the senses. <laughs> I did that on purpose. All right, well, so. Well, this one's an easy one for me. Um, I gave it a Weezer prom picture, <laughs> 
a Scott and a vest, and a blazer Brian, making it a total of five for me. A five? A five. Even though you like it so much, it's pretty middling. It is middle, yeah. Middle. Yeah. Oh, well. No offense, but you know, you, I gotta. I get to say this. You cut me deep, Shrek. I'm sorry. You cut me deep. I'm bringing your average down. Does that bother you? And you just complained about that. You're like, <laughs> we should keep our rating separate so you don't ruin it. Well, See? by default, you know. my rating is totally jacked up. <laughs> anyway, um, I love this song for all the reasons I've stated. Um, I give it one Laser Eyes Rivers. And I give it one Weezer Prom Picture. And I also give it Blazer Brian and a Blue Album Riverside. Is what's Blue Album Riverside again? You should know. It's know. one. I don't have it up. Okay. Uh, so you give it an eight. I do. Yes. I do. I love what's it. Eight plus five divided by two. I don't know. <laughs> eight plus five is 13. twelve. Thirteen. Thirteen. Twenty-six. Hike. Thirteen, 13 divided by two is six yeah. and a half. So yeah. it gets a six point five. An R and R aggregate rating of six point five. Six point five. Which, if you think about it, doesn't really give you a reason to listen to it. I think it does. I mean, say it ain't, don't judge based off say it ain't so because that that one is like a. I mean, you gave it like a 14.8 or something like that, right? <laughs> 13. 13, yeah. Your scale is endless, the math on your five. rating system. You guys will learn the rating system. We'll have it on the website at some yeah, point. Yeah, we'll put it You'll up get for to you. Know. Pictures and... It's meant to be confounding and make us giggle. Yeah, I just... It's fun to say, and it doesn't really make any sense, but there's numbers associated, and you don't get to know what that is, but at the end of the day... <laughs> At some point, we'll have some kind of system, and it will make sense, hopefully. We promise, one day. But coming up next, after a short little silence. After you take a look, see it at Rick Rubin and that giant mane of hair and facial and, and head hair, we're going to take a trip to the garage. He's like a tobacco Santa Claus. <laughs> he's cool. Like, I want to know him. Yeah, he's cool. I judge him because I'm not He him. looks like he rides a Harley. He doesn't wear shoes. It's not safe to do on a motorcycle. Are you serious? He doesn't yeah. wear shoes? Yeah. No, there's, there's How do you know an that? interview footage. He's always like in a white t-shirt and white pants on the beach with no shoes. Well, now I really need to meet this man. Yeah, one day. Maybe soon. But coming up next. Juliet. Juliet. In the garage. In the garage. All right. So here we go. Down into, down into the, or to the garage. Uh, welcome, Juliet. Hi. Hello, Juliet. Hi. Welcome. How How's are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Wonderful. It's okay. nice to meet you. Nice to meet. Thank you for having me, actually, yes. I should say. <laughs> so excited. This is a fan club endeavor. We'll, yes. We've included... It was born from my love of Weezer, and I I guess you could say like I recruited people from the fan club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and Juliet was one of those people. Yeah. So. And actually, that leads. I don't know if you how if you guys want to go into the five fun club facts, fan club facts. Hey, Ju- Juliet is here to talk about the five fun fan club facts today. But no, first. No, yeah, we need to know about. <laughs> you need to get first. to know. Need to get to know That's you. Right. A little. Uh, okay. A little better, so mm-hmm. that the fan club can know you too, which I think the fan club does know you. So, how long have you been a fan of Weezer? Um, I've been a fan since uh, the Blue album, right before Pinkerton came out. That's when I was like, oh, this, this Weezer, like, this is cool. Yeah. 
really dig the music. And I think you were telling us that you're like born and raised in OC, so yeah. you kind of grew up in the, the ska era. In the OC ska scene, yeah. And that's how you and came that's to... How I made the, yeah, and, and it was uh, the Real Big Fish had a fan club. I wrote a letter, like back in the day when you're young and you're like, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to write a letter. And um, and they, they I don't know, know if they really had an official fan club at that point or not, but I got a response back. And, um, and oh, cool. they, they uh, told me... That like they are, they're patterning their fan club off of Weezer's fan club. And this was at the time. This was what. This was at the time. Okay. In the nineties, late nineties, yeah. And um and so they were they were all like you know they were talking up about Weezer as if they were gods and stuff. So that was my first intro into like Weezer the Weezerdom, I guess. Mm -hmm. And uh, Weezer Town, yeah, <laughs> took, took a trip into Weezer Town and um, Weezer World, <laughs> and uh, and so then, but when I got the Blue album, uh, one of my favorite songs is In the Garage, actually. So I'm really glad How appropriate. it's called In the Garage, yeah. And because um, uh, I identified so much, like uh, my I grew up with a lot of brothers, and so we used to play Dungeons and Dragons. So Dungeon Master, that was my older brother. Really? <laughs> right. What was your, did you have a I character? Know nothing my about character that. Uh, is um, was called Magic Fingers, and I was <laughs> <laughs> I was a sorceress. So oh. you know, I, so when that was like one of the first songs that has ever referenced Dungeons and Dragons, and I think it's probably the only song that's maybe, ever referenced Dungeons. The, yeah, the X Men fan in me loves the Kitty right. Pride reference, of course. Nightcrawler and stuff. I I also had Shadowcat. Uh, comic books my brothers did so I had to have my own version mine was the power pack it was like four little kids they were orphaned and they Aww. all had powers yeah, yeah. Younger. Marvel's power pack it was yeah. Marvel right huh Marvel yeah. Marvel's yeah, power yeah. pack cute so, super I mean, cute yeah <laughs> big big comic book fan I'll have to right. check right it out here. for sure right and then I'm just going down like the whole lyrics of in the garage and like he had like obviously posters of Kiss in there. Mm -hmm. I loved posters. Of course, mine were like U2 and like <laughs> <laughs> in excess at the time. Or oh, whatever. I like, had the 90s band. I had Weezer mm -hmm. and the Beatles and Garbage. Those were my right blacklight posters. Oh, well, Garbage. Garbage is blacklight poster and the other ones were like regular. But you go to sleep feeling like. You're surrounded by like your people. friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I loved posters for that feeling. And then like, you know, in the garage is where he does whatever he wants to do. He like plucks his guitar or whatever. But like for me, like my kind of like artistic bent is like collages. I like to make collages and stuff. But it's really just a place to feel safe and you can just be you. Like, mm -hmm. you know, me, I can be me and like stuff. So I really like identified with that. So it's like one of my all time favorite artist identifying artist songs. I like it. Yeah, thank you. So would that be your favorite song? That's my favorite song. It's of all time? It's my most significant song. Yes. Okay. But my most significant song is El Scorcho. So, okay. You know. Ay, cabrón! What a great song. Yeah. <laughs> like we don't know that. Thanks for the biting commentary, Rick. You're welcome. That song is good. <laughs> that is a good song, that's and very I like good. it very much. That's my you voice. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, that's what I sound like. <laughs> At least you're not like a... Uh, yeah. I could it for the rest like of it. It was like a nerd robot, so. Yeah. Um, this song is good. <laughs> so is Pinkerton your favorite album because that's when you started listening to it? or I listened to the Blue album first and I was like in like. And then with Pinkerton, I was like, done. This band, I'm going to buy like all the albums. And I'm going to like 
fall over everything up musically. Like that's basically that and, was done. And have you? Were there any weird Pretty gaps? With I the did way have gaps, but like, and I? so uh, the Red album and her, like you know, Ratitude, Hurley, you know, uh, my brother bought those, so I got those by proxy. Right. Yeah. I think that's kind of how I was. Like I kind of spaced out around Hurley and Ratitude because I wasn't also, like attracted to them. Also, I had an expectation of what the Red album should sound like. <laughs> I was like, and okay. probably wasn't that right. And I thought Red Album Love. This is going to be the Love Album. Really, I've yeah. never heard that assumption before. That was, that's just because it's me. Sense, it's my though. own personal opinion. Yeah. And so I had a high because there's blue, green. Like I was like, oh, red. Like I, black. Make believe was black. Right. So I was thinking. Yeah, they Ooh. did call that the Black Album at the time. Did right? they? Yeah, they'd refer to it that way. Hmm. At least I heard it referred to that way. And but I so I I just had expectations of what the red album would be and it wasn't it was pork and beans and I was like oh okay this is an experimental uh, left hand turn and I like pork and beans though I do I like it um, a troublemaker and stuff but uh, it's just not what I thought the red album right. should be I think I think that album was um, I think that we were all confronted with it I think in a lot of ways I. I was using the internet at that time to like catch up on what things were going to be and learn all the lead up and build the excitement. But when I got to like track seven, I was like, where's rivers, where's rivers, where's rivers. <laughs> it just threw me off. And uh, yeah. that, that album for me, I thought because it was a color album that it would be a reset again, mm. uh, that it would be like a return. I had my, my vision was a return, but you know, like, nope. Nope. And but I mean, I mean, when I look back on it now, it's got way more good songs than bad. And I still think the greatest man that ever lived is a masterpiece. Yeah. That's a good tune. So I mean, when did you come back then? I came back uh, right before every, everything will be all right. Actually. Uh, I don't, like, I don't know. Maybe we've, we all feel these trends or whatever, but I've always kept tabs on. Oh yeah. I, I always have. And so with, everything will be all right they're starting at the fan club again i'm like ah oh, sure like you know i remember what it was i was never a fan club or member before but um but uh i was like oh let's do it now and um totally in a different spot in my life like you know married now have kids and everything but i'm like sure it was just like fun again so mm -hmm. and yeah. it was like and then immediately it was like the community is like right there so i really love this podcast because we are weezer Yes, it's that community. I hope everyone else like feels the love and <laughs> and enjoys it too. The other, not just the fan club, but you know everybody. And I especially, it's important that the fan club like it too. I think for me, yeah. Anyway, I agree. So we'll see. Yeah, it's I been. Think they will. I'm knocking on wood. It's been. Uh... We all just knocked on wood. It, thank you, Rachel's Table, for You're giving welcome. us the Being luck wood. we need. This You're welcome. Uh, the experience that I've had with uh, Weezer fandom is strange. The online fandom is this ogre-like vocal minority, and the people that I actually get to talk to and sit with are just like, aren't they the greatest? And like, they are. I love it so much. But it's a I happy mean, place. Yeah, yeah, and I think Lisa being like so kind in how she says, you know, we need to not curse, and, uh, you know, like, reminding people what the boundaries are about yeah. like you know speaking up and, and being respectful and stuff and and uh you know i, I think it, it that makes it like the safe space that it is right now for all well, of us for those of you that don't know lisa is like the 
the lady who runs the Weezer fan club. Yeah, she manages. moderates it with yeah. Carl. Moderate. So when you join the fan club, you get to be accepted onto, this might be TMI, <laughs> uh, the Facebook fan club page for Weezer. And Lisa's like the lady in charge. and She's like the dead mother. She's probably like an official uh, sixth. No. Yeah, by this yeah. point, she's like... She's the, like the Lady Carl, I guess. <laughs> but she runs the fan club. No, and La- Lady Carl doesn't give her enough credit. She's the Lisa. She's Lisa. Well, I mean, Carl she's is like, the Carl, she's the Lisa. That's true. They're very different types of jobs that but they do. she's always there. She's always... Yeah. You know. And she runs it. So she'll add you to the club or whatever and all of the info. I think it's like a group effort. But um, yeah, she's awesome and nice and helpful. Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as the fan club goes, I know that you have brought to us five fun fan club facts, and you have to say it really fast right now. Okay, I will. Five club um, fan club fact. Fa- wait, I have a question though. Yes. One last time. Don't say the facts fast. You have to say the title fast. Well, did we ever get to your favorite album? Y- yeah, we said it was. Uh, it was. Uh, Is it everything will be all right? It was no, no, no. It or was, Pinkerton. It was. It was the blue album. Blue album. Okay, yeah. sorry. But the most. But I said I liked the. That was my favorite. But my the most significant. I, I guess I said it with El Score Show. But but really, it's the Pinkerton that sealed the deal of like I am a Weezer fan. What's your least yeah. favorite? But we won't discuss it. I I can't choose one. I can't. I don't know. I can't say. No one wants. Mine's to. Hurley. <laughs> Sorry. Gratitude. You know, that means that I have to do more research. So Yeah. Take a listen to Hurley and tell me <laughs> tell me what you think. Okay. Um, I, uh, five fun fan club facts. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> so the first one is we all came from the fan club. Yes. Right? Gave birth to us. To this. Yeah. It's all great. Um, uh, another fun one that was uh, given to me uh, <laughs> was uh, when they reopened the fan club, they picked up where they left off on the membership numbers. And I find that significant because they are giving respect to what once was the originals. And yeah. And it's almost like a call to arms. Come back. We still have your number. We still have a place for you. Yes. That's why I like in that. our hearts. Yes. I exactly. think I, I, you, the, uh, remembering what came before, I think recognizing what came before, um, really lended to the spirit that I think is maintained in the, the fan the club. The new mm-hmm. one, yeah. Michael yeah. and Carly. Start Starting it a little with, you know, referential, and it, it's still like a nice, sweet place to be. Yeah. Yeah. A good place to be. Continue, please. Okay. Go on. Uh, the third fun fact is that Lisa hand makes each membership card. I had to withhold that while you were talking about her. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the second one is Kyoko Cuomo. Rivers' wife is also part of the fan club. Which I did not know. Yeah. And Wait, let's, so, let's dig into these as we hear them. Well, number... So, um, you want to? the fact that she makes... No, I meant say five fun oh. fan club facts as fast as possible. <laughs> oh, how funny. <laughs> the the fact that twister. she makes them by hand is like... I mean, she's... How many laminate lamination ma- machines has she had to go through? <laughs> is that a word? Lamination? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, laminate machines <laughs> and, that, and that also that they appear that's they, a lot of so laminating. similar to the original ones too they use the same font and little yes. picture on the side mm, yes. it's well carl probably documented that you know saved that oh he probably. saves everything yeah he's got to have one of those like at the end of raiders of the lost ark but full of weezer stuff instead of nazi artifacts yes and religious <laughs> relics wouldn't you like to see carl's stuff like storage <laughs> just yeah. everything oh like, my gosh just for like one hour yeah like carl if you're listening invite us over just so we can look at everything really quick 
Do you, or like just for like an hour. When we when you come for an interview. Uh, <laughs> yes. Do you have that one radio edit of Undone that I can't find? Please, please, please. Probably. I know, he's probably got yeah. it all. Unbelievable. <laughs> but please, go ahead. Uh, and then the last fun fan club fact is uh, that there is something that a coined phrase now, which is called Cuomode. And that Cuomode. is when Rivers will tweet out or put out on his social media what you said. Exactly. So we have discussed this on previous shows. Yes. I would like to be Cuomo'd. Why it's does he do this? Why do you think he does this? For fun. But also I think it's... Uh, it he likes catches it? His, it? It captures... It, it, something... In, he, you know, he's an artist. So I think something in what was said or what was written out captured him and he felt the need to do what an artist does and throw it back into society. He just lets it society. fly. Yeah. Rivers Community. is a cool dude. So cool. He's so cool. I, I really do think he was destined to be like a celebrity. Like, like could he know. be anything other than what he is? No. No. Bowling lane attendant. Flight right. attendant. I can only think of attendant things. But sometimes CPA. I think it's <laughs> No way. No way. Not nice. But other times I think he's just being himself and whatever that is 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 fine too. You know? Um, I don't know. I think I think that the and you know your choice of. I was thinking about this when you're uh, my best friend. Yeah. Uh, there's a transparency of feeling. I feel like, and yep. that in in was one of the best things that you can get from a Weezer song. Like you know, it's not the only thing, but it's like one of the best things. And we're like, ah, we get it. You know, we totally understand that emotional you don't have to figure it out right yeah you totally get it which i love yeah and it either resonates in you or not so that's why i think which we know he's good at going in the other side too if you think of only in dreams i didn't know until he literally spelled it out that that was about inspiration Mm. so he's very artful as well yeah and i think he works on a very unconscious level yeah too you know and he just kind of at this point just trusts it and like works with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and, why um, I can't wait for whatever comes next. I can't wait till we start getting some real news about <laughs> this next album, right? Yeah. Tidbits and more singles and stuff. It's going to be fun times. And that's the other thing. Fun times is like that's there's an interesting balance there, mix of fun and weirdness too. That is Weezer. It's not all just emo kind of stuff, even though they kind of coin him as like the father of emo. Yeah. But there's a weirdness and like fun factor in Weezer, which oh, yeah. the name captures that, I feel like, too. Weezer. Like, oh, this is a Weezer. We're going to like, like, it's all weird. Like, you know, that kind of thing. I think that is part of the charm of, of what is Weezer. And that's why I think a lot of, there's a lot of, I think you're always going to get the young crowd too because of that weird, the offbeat, quirkiness oh yeah i think um especially when you're younger you're kind of looking to find out who you are or what you're about or what you like yeah and we're all weird and (laughs) it's nice to know that other people are Mm -hmm. weird too or Mm -hmm. identify with that kind of like i just want to be like fun and silly i don't have to you know be a certain mood like down or up or which is why I sort of forgive them for the Red Album, just to bring it back to that. <laughs> because I'm like, you know, I know there's that aspect and it's highly experimental and they were fun and it's kind of hip hoppy being. It was a different time. Yeah. The Red yeah. Album. Yeah. So the high, the in highs the world. Of, the highs of that are way higher than the lows, though. I mean, the angel and the one makes up for a lot of, you know. I, don't pork even, and beans I can't or... even think of how that goes. And I don't have a problem with pork and beans, so I can't even. 
what's a well this isn't a place to crap on Weezer, but as in anything, there's highs and lows. Sorry. Our uh our show dog is sleeping or coughing. Licking. Licking. <laughs> My least favorite noise of his. Got misophonia. <laughs> well, Jul- there are the ears. Yes. His, his ears are going to be a character on the show. <laughs> so, uh, you know, another fan clubber down. Maybe we'll meet more. Thank but, you. Uh, yes. Certainly, um, Amy from our last show and Juliet from today's show, they will We be will go into back. their garages. I uh, love having you guys here. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, what, it was what, fun. Describe to us your garage. Yeah, what does your garage look like? Amy's is a little bit. My garage is. We live in a condo, so <laughs> so we have a huge gated community garage. So I guess that is kind of fitting. Oh, so we have way. to like if other people want to come in, we got to like get out of the way and stuff. <laughs> right. but it's tandem parking, so we it's have like to be. Other very... people might show up <laughs> during our show. But if they don't like Weezer, I don't want them here. Yeah, unacceptable. Uh-uh. I'll close the gate on them. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll get a padlock. But. Uh, <laughs> So there you go, guys. Juliet. Find her find her on the find all of us on the fan club. Talk to us. Yeah. Yell at us politely, sweetly. Yes. Be nice. Feel free to be nice and say nice things. Poke me. Poke you? (laughs) You wanna qualify? Do you wanna qualify that? Oh, that's a Facebook thing. That's a Facebook thing. Okay. Yeah. I don't No, actually I like comments. I I love feedback, so Yes. And hopefully we will get some. Yeah, hopefully we get some interaction. Uh we're gonna do not necessarily this show but we're gonna do fun interactive things like giveaways and um have special guests come in and special episodes like anniversary episodes where we have mm. have special discussions or topics and so hopefully we get interaction with that too tonight be good. on a very special episode <laughs> do, do, of do, we are weezer do. well i'll tell you right now just to tease you, even though it's only episode three, that episode ten will be the Michael and Carly episode. Aww. So, which will be, be educational one. for me because their era of fandom completely eclipsed me. I was right. not there for that. I want to understand these well, two wonderful people. And now you can. I know the song. <laughs> now you will. I know the song. It's beautiful. It is a good one. Yeah. So, but uh, that's right. it for this week. We're gonna so, wrap it up. We'll Juliet see you later. Yamada. Adios. Thank you, Juliet. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, all right, guys. Well, that's it. We're wrapping up the show. Uh, thanks for listening again. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. We are Weezer. Uh, we also have a website. And you can email us at weareweezerforever at gmail.com. And all the, the Twitters and the Facebooks and the website are all We Are Weezer. Weezer, yes. Respectively. So find us there if you'd like. Yes. Um, um, want to say thank you, Rick, for doing the sound and the editing. You're welcome. And thanks also to Juliet and letting us uh, get to know her this week. And next week, we're going to talk about... Yeah, Wait, we really don't know. Open? We'll probably no, talk about Weezer. <laughs> if you want. I like Weezer.